Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangana. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Do It With Dan. I am here with my guest, the illustrious, nay, the very well-presented Rashid Thomas Hayden, brother. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Daniel. I'm glad to be here. And um, thank you for the invite. <laughs> no, no, thank you for making time. You're a very busy chat, which is one of the things we're going to get into today. Uh, Rashid is uh, an ordained minister. Yes. He is a leadership coach and mentor and trainer. He is an author. He is a dapper don. What have I, what have I missed from your... Uh, from your accolades? You know, you could say Dapper Don, but I like to say I, I ball on a budget. So don't be fooled. <laughs> this, these, these, these are sales. <laughs> well, sales well found. Sales well found. So um, Rashid and I actually met a dear friend of mine, Amela, invited my friend Gly and I to, um, to an event one day in, in the summer of 2019 um, up in New York. Gly and I did not know what we were heading into. We just sort of decided right. to go along because we both trust Amela and she's dope. So um, uh, we went along and uh, there we were standing at the side and along came this great human and uh, we connected that evening and since then we've just been uh, expanding the friendship. So I'm glad that we're able to, uh, to advance that now and just me sharing you with my audience uh, where we get to talk about your book, about that life, which I read a couple of months ago. Yeah, because I didn't even know. I didn't even know that you had this book. And then uh, I think you posted about a podcast that you were on, uh, yes. on Instagram, and I, I listened to the episode, and you were talking about this book. I was like, what? Rashid's got a book, I gotta read it. Right. So, yeah. so Daniel, thank you. And you know, when I think about how we met, I think that was at a company that I work with called Momentum Education that does transformational training here in New York and in Washington, D.C. You were at uh, their annual uh, party called the Momentum Honors, where they get to honor individuals in the community. And Amela, the, the marketing director, is an amazing person. And you know what I was doing from my own book? I talk about making love to the crowd, which I call networking. And so oh, I was... Now, now I see it. And, and you experience the love, right? I experience the love. Very, very, <laughs> deep, very deep experience the love. Well, so that's what I do, and, and that's what I've been known for. So that's something that I've decided to put in the book. Um, but just I'll back up, and if you don't mind, I'll say a little something about it. No, no, do, do you, do you, do you, do you. Absolutely. So Rashid Thomas, and what I like to tell people is that I give – people information they can use. And that's been my, what I've done my whole life. So at one point in my life, I thought I wanted to be a news reporter because people would always bring me information. And then I became the source of, oh, well, Rashid knows, Rashid knows, Rashid knows. And I, and I'd say, I just found out two minutes ago because somebody else told me. <laughs> But I've always been doing that. And, and how I continue to do that is through by being a human resources professional. So I've been a, and am a director of human resources that has, you know, engaged in staffing, um, employment relations, employee relations, training and developing people in the workforce where uh, monetary compensation is tied. I always joke saying it's easier to, you know, manage people when I have a dollar attached to it. <laughs> 
I've done that by being a leadership coach. So throughout those years, um, on and in inside of work and outside of work, I've uh, been a coach and mentored others until I became a certified life coach. But just mentoring people in the community, such as with uh, organizations I've partnered with, such as the National Urban League, which is a civil rights organization. And they have um, a young professionals auxiliary that's age 21 through 40 that allows uh, young people to have a, a place to go outside of their corporate life, but also uh, to be the training ground for the civic leaders of tomorrow. So some of the issues that affect uh, minorities in any country you can think of, especially the United States, the National Urban League Young Professionals trains young professionals to be present to the causes or things that are going on in our communities. We also like to say that we're corporate revolutionaries. Um, that's how <laughs> That's how we we protest is in the corporate space. So we work to get on a board of an organization so that we then can be the voice for issues that are important to not just our community, but in communities in need. So I was a mentor and I talk about that in the book to yes. where um, over being um, just leading on a national level all volunteer, no compensation, but just really my life's work and something that I've been passionate about. So being doing that and then stepping into the true coaching role where becoming a certified life coach um, and uh, taking on clients and developing the relationship with individuals to get them from where they are to where they want to be. Um, and then as an author, so in 2016, um, doing my own work, right? I can only tell someone else uh, what they should do because I've done it. And that's how yeah. I view it is really taking the book from having a nice idea to actually being, having a tangible result. So I became, I was a student of momentum education and graduating in 2013, had this manuscript in me, finished it in um, 90 days, but still took a, a moment to publish it, clean it up, get it edited, different things like that. And then launched it in October, 2016. And it's been a, 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 a a business card to have the conversations that are important to me. So I, mm -hmm. what I, I, as I look back at it, it's, uh, um, I really, I could see it three years later as you know, I've learned more in three years and three years has happened, but looking at, wow, I was really telling the story of a crossroads in my life mm -hmm. and really t uh, talking about some of the ups and downs that I've had in the volunteer space with the National Urban League Young Professionals and also in uh, corporate settings to where, how does a Southern, um, I grew up in New Orleans, uh, how does a Southern gay uh, religious uh, man of color show up in spaces where, especially as a human resources professional, that you're supposed to be stuck up and uptight and rigid and have no sense of humor and be flat as a wall paint. <laughs> How do you bring all of that energy, love, passion, joy, spice, animation? How am I dealing with that throughout the workplace? And that's what I talk about somewhat in the book. So, um, I give people information they can use. That's Rashid. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, that as I read through the book, I mean, your authenticity and integrity to who you are and who, how you want to sharpen the world, I love because I've seen you in different forums and I've even seen, you know, con converse now with other people that have met you in different forums. Obviously, you've taken me to some really cool events and stuff around New York. 
He's the plug for sure. And um, there's a consistency. There's a consistency that betrays the fact that you don't have anything that you have to betray about yourself because you are being you. And I think one of the things that I took away the most, and I think even when I wrote your review, I said this, there's so much great stuff in the book. So much great stuff as an urban professional, as a professional full stop, showing up in an environment that perhaps isn't naturally conducive to who you'll be naturally, right? There's great tips and guidance and advice and, and page to, to eye mentorship. But for someone that knows you, it was fascinating to see how Rashid got made, right? It was, and that was one of the things that was um, most beautiful because I remember one of the things that I will always remember about when we first met was straight away, like, so this is where I'm ridiculous. I'm all the way gay. I remember we had this whole conversation, me and you and Clyde, about that. And uh, I was like, it's fascinating that we're in a world where our orientation is something that needs to be tackled not needs to be tackled but it's something that's even part of the conversation me, me personally i don't really care what other people put in their body parts that's my personal uh, my personal stance on things but you didn't know that about me and yet immediately you were like well this is me this is who i am and i just want to get it's almost like i want to get this out of the way so that i can be me and you can decide if you want to be a part of that party or not and that integrity that authenticity now juxtaposed against the, the story of how that came to pass, it just made me have like quadruple the love for you, man, because it's like, ah, oh, it, it allowed me to connect with you more. And, and I think it's almost a permission slip for people that aren't living in their truth to understand that you could try and, you can try and be what other people say you're going to be, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be happy you're not really going to be able to make impact if you're not fully showing up as who you are anyway. In order for you to be the person that you intend or you're blessed or you're ordained to be in the world, you have to actually own and be it. And I think that was, that hit me the most because it wasn't an easy journey for you. It wasn't an easy journey. There were ups and downs. There was the, the vote for the, the presidency where you were a hair's breath away and people betrayed you. And there's so much that went on. And it's brought this person who's authentically not, I, I, I really, as I said, seeing in these different forums, it's not someone that puts on this brave party face and then goes home and cries. It's, no, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I've intended and created myself to be. And I'm going to show up as this way and be of service. And I just, hats off. Love it. Well, Thank you. And, you know, I'm still a work in progress. So, you know, because I have life in me, just like you do and all of your listeners do. We have life in us. And if we have breath in us and life in us, we still get a chance to uh, evolve and grow. So, yes, I remember that. And I say that often around how uh, I'm all the way gay on the on the scale because I or the spectrum, because I realize um, for some people it may look different. And my truth is that this is how I choose to identify and this is my truth. And for me to be able to say that straight away is growth around pretending that it didn't exist or it was always there. Now, here's the funny thing in my, um, I, I, somewhat it shows up in the, in the book, but how 
um, I would always assume that people didn't know what was going on with me or I was looking to edit myself, censor myself. And then, but I always had leadership roles. And so sometimes even like the National Urban League Young Professionals president, when I ran for that office, um, what I realized after the fact is that some people experienced me as inauthentic. Now, and and that would be that was always a shocker to me because I would pour it all on the table, but I realized there were some elements that I actually was not being authentic with. And one of them, I mean, privately I identified as gay, but then publicly I would never be a stand for the gay community because I was always in religious spaces or very conservative spaces. Uh, even in the black communities, you know, Mary, the the circles that I worked in was you get married, have kids, or you, you know, a man and a woman, and that's it. And you don't talk about anything colorful. Um, so <laughs> anything colorful, you don't. <laughs> so, so I was just dealing with that. And then here was the lesson that I got out of all of that, which I wrote in the book and I do through my own uh, being a coach and being a student is that the world was waiting for me to show up as myself the entire time. Mm. The world was waiting for me to show up as myself the entire time. So I didn't have access to six figures until I started showing up saying, honey child, look, this is what it is. Now, everybody's not like that, but I'm like that. Right. The way I grew up, I uh, started in Seattle or Tacoma outside of in the Pacific Northwest, went to New Orleans as a 13 year old. And, you know, if anyone has ever been to New Orleans, it's a lot of it's a soul of America. Right. Spice, flavor and just um, energy. And that's part of my heritage. So. I st and I'm Southern. So and I grew up in the church where I joke saying the Bible was beat over my head. Um, and I do take that into the rooms with me every day as far as, you know, you present a problem to me as one of my employees or one of my clients, and I might come up with a Bible scripture. Now, in some circles, that's like, oh, you, you don't want to offend anyone or you don't want to do this. But hold on. You asked me to show up. I'm going to give you what I'm going to give you. Either you pick up something from it or not. Now, of course, I'm not looking to offend anyone. And I do understand. And I am focused on diversity and inclusion. I also got clear on who I am as a coach, who I am as a leader and who I am as a person to where I can only give it to you the way I give it to you. Um, and the times that I've struggled, even when facilitating trainings in a room, so sometimes even transformational trainings, Daniel, what happens is I would be so measured and censored, people would say, well, there's something missing. And I struggle with that. And then when I just started to say, look, I don't know how any other way to say it, but that's some BS. Um, <laughs> sometimes whatever came up for me. And you know what I've learned or people started using around me? I to prep people sometimes because I get that it's going to be colorful or it may be something they're not used to hearing. I say, now I have a Rashidism for you. <laughs> and I've noticed people that I work with, even in the corporate spaces, they said, is that one of those Rashidisms? Or they'll say, I have a <laughs> or they start saying, I have a Danielism for you. Yeah, to yeah, where, yeah. And so as I'm showing up, people are starting to show up like I get that this is who I am in my brand. So if I got a Danielism form, 
for us, then everyone gets that. So that's part of, uh, yes, you understood that from the book around the journey, just being a young adult in New Orleans, trying to, you know, having all these different narratives thrown at me where I had a friend who was, uh, became a cross-dresser. And as I was trying to discover my own identity, I was like, well, that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I'm at a space where I'm clear, and it, it may have taken some years and some coaching, but this is me, right? Some days I'm awkward. Some days I'm, I'm sharp as a tack. Other days, you know, I'm uh, running behind. Other days I'm ready, willing, and able, and I do it in a way that no one else can do it, um, and only Rashid can do it. And when I'm on your team, the team gets better, and the results get better, and so For me to be able to say that today, talking to you and having your listeners listen, is me showing up as exactly who I am and being authentic and owning my voice. And that, and out of all of the risks that people say are going to happen or the things that may happen if you do those things, it was, I tried it. And that's what the coaching that I've been through and what I tell people, try it and see what happens. I tried it and guess what? six figures showed up. I tried it and guess what? Um, the the book got published and I told my authentic stories and the world didn't crumble. And <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's those are the things. Yeah, those are the things that have taken me. Um, it took so I tell people in my ways of being that support me or being trusting. Um, that was new ground for me. Uh, also being authentic. So when I have that moment in my head that I want to say something, but I say, hold on, I don't want to scare the room. Guess what? I'm in the room because I bring my perspective. Be Mm -hmm. authentic, Rashid. And then also responsible was a way of being that I worked to step into to where not just having the good ideas, but actually publishing the ideas or um, um, following through and then sharing their ideas with others um, in managing my calendar, all those different things. So responsible shows up. So trusting, authentic, and responsible. That's how, that's the person that you met. And that's what I get to give to the world. Mm. What I love is that I'm just going to loop back to something you said earlier was that people felt the energy of who you were wasn't at its fullness. They may not have known what it was. They may not have been able to verbalize it. But the fact that energetically you were withholding some of your light and it is a beautiful light to be in, it, it just, sometimes it can just create that. Mm. It's almost like um, they call it, you know, when you just get a vibe about something, you don't know what it is. But the second that you decided, do you know what? I'm going to taste the truth and see what's good about it. I'm going to go for it. And that ended up transmuting into an experience whereby Transitions happened in your life that allowed you to be more deeply of service to others, but also allowed you to fully serve yourself. Because when you're allowing yourself to just be yourself, your cup can just be full up as you. And that overflow is what the rest of us get to enjoy about you. When you are just saying, you know, I'm just going to be authentic. I'm just going to trust that everything's going to be okay here. I'm going to just share the Bible verse because that's what's coming in here. I'm not saying it because I'm trying to bash a Bible out of your head. I'm just saying you want me to give you my perspective. And this is something that supported me. Or this is something that I feel there's a wisdom that I feel, regardless of where the book book that it came from, here's some wisdom that I've got that I'd like to share with you because you sprinkle Bible verses around your book as well. And you're not doing it as in, 
okay, um, where's the holy water? Time to change your religion. It's Hallelujah. Amen. No, this is something that resonates, this is something that supports what I've just shared with you. And this is something that I feel will um, will help you integrate and, and actually use this information. Forget about where it's from and just look at what it's doing. Absolutely. Um, and it, it was all of those dynamics of how do I, before I could share it with someone else, I had to get make peace with that. How am I, you know, I was raised in a, uh, a very religious household and, and the religion and the way that I was raised works for me, but yet there are elements of it that says you're not supposed to be who you are. So by the time I got to the book, I was able to make peace and say, you know what? Um, gay means God accepts uh, you. So that's what I say. God accepts you, gay. So I made peace with that. And then when I was able to make peace with that and be my authentic self inside of it, I was able to have the relationships that I hear about. When people say I have a personal relationship with my, my creator or whatnot, there was a point in my life I really didn't get what that meant. And then now I'm able to say, oh, because I'm actually showing up as myself in the relationship. Um, that, you know, I can now have this personal relationship and, and, and some days it's just Bible scripture. Some days it's cussing. Some days it may be sound pornographic. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there's chicken chops involved, right? Yes. You know, and then, uh, these are the things that I've stepped into that make me who I am. And you know what, if I figure this out, now and i know that there's still life in me i'm so excited about what's coming next um as i'm being in action and 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 learning and growing more it just i i do feel it as a way of wow like things are coming together like i you know i know who i am and i i I honor those who figure those things out early on like their brand their style i tell people i talk about in the book give people what they want so um when you're a leader People expect you to look a certain way, be a certain way. That's not always, you know, your responsibility. But if you are in the public eye or people, you're on stage, people want something from you. So, or they they expect, we love Michelle Obama and we expect her to look a certain way, right? We love Beyonce and we want Beyonce to shake her hair and flip and shake, shake, shake on stage. If we don't, if she doesn't give that to us, we don't feel like we got our money's worth. So I feel the same way about me in the way that as a leader, some of the pieces that have now come together, I wasn't, um, I wish I would have known that early on so I could have given it to people sooner. But at the same time, I wasn't there yet. And I only did the best that I could. And when I did know, I started giving them better. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I just want to just um, bring, bring in uh, the work that you're doing now with mentorship and with, with momentum education. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really deeply intending that I'm going to be, be able to get to one of the events um, this year because the timing is just... <laughs> Like for everyone, that yeah. But um, just tell us a little bit more about what those guys are doing and, and the work that you're doing there at Momentum. Absolutely. So I'm proud to be a team member with Momentum Education, um, and they are a transformational training company. So you could say transformational training or professional development. The transformation pieces that they learn experientially, so you learn by doing in the workshops, and they create a space where you can look. 
right? They, the answers are not right or wrong. But they give distinctions and activities that allow the participant to look. So to look at their lives and apply the distinction or the activity to their life. And, and then what we know happens is something open, opens up and the participant gets clarity around uh, an area in their life. So there are three main workshops. One is called the momentum workshop. That is the introductory level when you get, and that's primarily where I support and actually am apprenticing to um, train. Um, it is um, two evenings and two days where we look at things like honesty, integrity, choice, things that the, the world would say are basic, but we know honesty and integrity and choice are not so basic. We look at things like, what do you want? And that's a heavy question for a lot of people. And in two evenings and two days, by the time someone graduates, uh, there's an awareness that happens and a fundamental shift. The second workshop is called the advanced course. And that's where once you have the awareness, there's a... Um, the advance is designed to be uh, high paced and somewhat interruptive to where there's a break from the fear. If something's been holding you back, you do walk out of the advance with a breakthrough. And those are, that's a four full day workshop. Now, after you've gone through the momentum workshop and the advanced workshop, you then have the opportunity, if you'd like, to go on to what they call the art of leadership, which is a 90-day leadership program. The first two courses are consecutive days. The leadership program is one week in a month. So a Saturday and Sunday, and then there are also weekly calls that you would have with your team lead, your cohort lead, and then you would get an individual coach assigned to you. That's what I also work on. I become an individual coach in the leadership program. And those are my sweet spots. So I like to get you when you walk through the door and then when you're about to leave and support you with creating results because results are sexy. And I've learned that if you let yourself be successful, you will be successful. So I support the client. And what I joke with people often, and Momentum probably would fuss at me for saying this, but I said, sometimes the first workshop is kumbaya. It's four days, you walk out with a high. The second one is kumbaya, you walk out, after four days, you're on a high. The third one is where you start showing up. Because three weeks in, you're going to tell me how busy you are. And we have our weekly calls. And yet I don't understand what's going on in your life because the man at work wants this, that, and the third. And I go, yeah. And that's the way it's been. And the, so the curriculum is designed and the coaches that are chosen and assigned with their participants are assigned to address just that. Because guess what? The book, my book being written was in the background when everybody else was in the foreground. So the coach is designed to help the participant. If you say this is your dream, vision, or goal, we help you take that dream, vision, or goal from the background and bring it to the foreground to make it senior to your circumstances in your life. Because as far as we know, all of us are working until further notice, or to try to earn a living until further notice and working for someone or, or doing something. As far as we know, um, there are going to be a set of societal rules that we must follow and apply. As far as we know, all different workplaces are going to have different workplace cultures. That's, you know, sometimes it's political, sometimes it's whatnot. And in that navigation of all of that, how do I still have my dreams, goals, and visions turn out? And that's what the 90 day program is. So that third weekend, when you want to argue back with me that it's not, I don't understand. Actually, I do read my book, but that's <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And that's what the 90 day program is to get people to get their dreams, visions and goals senior. Now, even when, and it can look different ways. Um, some people set some goals and some of those goals are stretch goals. So if they say they want to write a book, we say the book will be published in 90 days. <laughs> if they say they want to release weight, we say, um, we look at what's responsible, but we, you know, what's your vision for that, your beach body. If you want to create the family uh, gathering that has not happened in years and some Sometimes when we're working with them to create the goals, they'll start off by saying, oh, I just want to have a conference call about the family gathering. And we say, that's not good enough. Let's stretch. How about you have the family gathering within 90 days? Um, and it's so rewarding to watch because people know it when they hear it. They know that they get to stretch. And so those are the three programs that I support on. And the company itself is 17 years old. Um, it was founded by Robin Diane Lynn and her son, Robinson Lynn. Robin's son is the executive director. And they're a great team of trainers and coordinators that really um, support people having the extraordinary, having the lives that they dream about. Last thing I'll say about that, nothing in your life has to change, but everything changes because the lens that you're now seeing the world through is opened up. And that's what um, this work is about. Mm, I love that. I love that. So great work. I'm really looking forward to, to going on that journey myself. I, I now know that I can't just have a kumbaya because you, you told me about it. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I had the opportunity to meet um, on a couple of instances out with you, people from uh, alumni from the program um, and just seeing how it's affected them and changed them and creating a great network of people as well. It's great work that they're doing. And so we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well as a link to your book. Um, what else can we share with people about you in terms of how they can connect with you? And uh, do you do coaching and mentorship outside of Momentum that people can tap into if they're a young professional that would love to bring some trusting, reliable? Trusting, authentic, and responsible. Responsible. Trusting, responsible, authenticity into their life. So people can find me at my website, RashidThomas.com, and that is R-A-H-S-H-I-B-T-H-O-M-A-S.com. And they, they uh, sign up for my newsletter or, or ask to contact me. They, we can explore individual coaching. So I do do individual coaching outside of Momentum Education. I am my own company, Rashid Thomas Consulting. And then also, um, yes, and I'm for hire around. I still train young professionals in not just in the volunteer, uh, the civil rights space, but then in all the spaces. So um, I participate in panels. I talk about the book and leadership um, things or leadership lessons for the urban professional that I bring to the workplace. I also support human resources professionals. So that's my wheelhouse. So I, I'm strong in labor relations. So unions and different things. I have training set up for all of them to do a brown bag lunch or something of that nature um, during the work session. So I, they can find me on the website. I'm also on Instagram and social media and I'm easy to get in touch with. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we pop all of that in the, in the show notes so people can uh, can pick their most uh, beautiful poison in terms of how to, to connect with you. Uh, Rajiv, is there one thing that you'd like to leave the people with before we sign off today? 
Thank you, Daniel, for this time. And for your listeners, success is not separate from who we are. So success is not separate from who we are. So when we're extraordinary in one space, we have the ability to create extraordinary in other places. So um, the make sure it's even and balanced and bring all of yourself to every place that you are. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure sharing you and the light that you are with the listeners. Looking forward to to, to more people bringing trusting, authentic, authentic responses and, to the experience. Yes. Get in there, um, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure um, sharing the sheet with you today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, share this with somebody, share this with an urban professional, share this with your boss, with your HR person. Let them see how this kind of approach to living and working can just bring a new lease of life into, into the workplace and into your life too. Remember, success is not separate from who you are. Keep dreaming with your eyes open. I'd love to have you in the Facebook group, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. There's exclusive content there, all the master, master classes and challenges and all sorts of good stuff to empower you to deliberately choose to live an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Until then, signing off. Uh, goodbye from me, goodbye from sheep, and uh, catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.